What do you know? How much do you know? How much do you want to learn? Great question. And is it possible that whatever we think we know, there's more to learn? And more importantly, I just uh, got a new favorite quote, and obviously I collect great quotes, but my new favorite quote is, ignorance is a gift. And I would like to remain ignorant. The reason being, if I don't know, then am I more open to learning? If I say I know that already, what happens to my ability to learn? What happens to my ability to take in new information? And one of the challenges that, uh, particularly in my profession, our profession, if you're an exercise professional, is people are very opinionated about what to eat and how to exercise, when to eat and when to exercise, how much to eat and how much to exercise. They're really controversial topics. And people get into arguments all the time. But what if we don't know? What if we actually don't know? If you started from scratch, completely ignorant, what would you do differently? Now, you can't do that. I get that. That's just a silly hypothetical because we can't unlearn what we already know. But that is something that I'm aiming to do on a daily basis, unlearn what I think I already know. Because I could be wrong, I often am. And unless you've got an in-depth, intricate, specific understanding of not just anatomy and physiology, but the individual parts of the body. So there's endocrinologists who just study hormones in the endocrine system. There's neuroscientists who just study the brain and the way the central nervous system fires to work the rest of the body. There's uh, orthopedic surgeons, surgeons and orthopedic specialists that just study bones. Uh, so to think that I, I know anatomy and physiology is just ridiculous. These are people that have studied a general medical degree and then specialized for 10, 20, 30 years in one particular part of the body. And then what is really interesting is that you could get two orthopedic surgeons, for example, or two endocrinologists. They could both, both be professors of their specific field and they still argue uh, and often with opposing views. So for me to think that I know anything, apart from being ridiculously arrogant and irresponsible, I think as an exercise professional to say, I know that already. And I have a lot of people that do share that with me. In fact, a lot of people apply to study at Max and they say, look, I know it all already. Uh, I just need the bit of paper. And that's one of the reasons why we don't accept people into our program, because how could you possibly know it already? Just because something has worked for you or just because you think that there's a way to exercise or a way to eat doesn't mean that that's going to work for everybody. And that's not a personal question for you. That's a personal question for me that I ask on a day-to-day -day basis because I have a very specific way of eating and a very specific way of exercising. But why would I be so irresponsible or disrespectful to think that that's going to work for everybody? everybody's different everybody's got a different lifestyle different genetics different upbringing different beliefs uh, some people don't eat meat for religious reasons some people eat meat and that's the only thing that they eat uh, everybody's different so I would like to remain ignorant and I'm going to keep my ignorance as my gift to myself every day because it's going to force me to have an open mind to keep learning. It's one of the jokes that I always make. I'm a very old lady now and I obviously don't have blonde hair anymore, but I'm keeping my blonde hair for a reason because every time I look in the mirror, it reminds me that I need to keep learning. And the reason for that, of course, is lots of blonde jokes. People treat blonde women, and I can say this because I've been a blonde woman all of my life. I, when I was younger, I did actually have blonde hair. 
uh, and just like I'm a little bit not quite as smart as everybody else. Uh, I feel a bit sorry for women who are, who are brunettes because I don't think they've had the same benefit that I have where people are prepared to teach me because they think I might not have as much intelligence or as much knowledge because I've got blonde hair. Now, I can say all of that because I'm a woman with blonde hair and I love it. That's why I'm keeping my blonde hair because I want people to keep teaching me. I want to keep learning. I often use this and I've got, I'm an old lady with years of experience and I've done uh, like more courses and education and training than than most than 10 people will do in a lifetime. Uh, but I'm never, it doesn't matter what situation I'm in, I'm very happy to say, I don't know, could you please explain? Or if somebody says something to me that doesn't make sense, and this is the beautiful thing about uh, wanting to keep learning anatomy and physiology, for example, is that you you can ask better questions. Or when somebody says something, you can analyze something better and ask a better question. So when somebody says you should do this exercise or you should eat this way or this is this new way of doing stuff, uh, I can now run that through my brain and ask the question. And so I always ask, why would I do that? And please explain how that actually works. And I play dumb blonde. Because I have a right as a human being to have an explanation for what that expert just told me. If they're going to preach at me and tell me stuff, they should have to explain it to me in a way that everybody can understand, not just me. Uh, And I always ask that of experts. If you're going to talk, please use small words that everybody can understand. When you start using words that nobody has an understanding about, it's one of those things I'm very aware of. Because I've been taught by the neuroscientists that Most people have a vocabulary of about a seven or eight-year-old because after that, we start specializing in different areas. And yes, we can learn the big words if we're a computer programmer or if we're an exercise professional or a lawyer or a doctor, we might have a different vocabulary. But our general knowledge vocabulary is around about a seven or eight-year-old or even better, I'll put it in a different way. If you can explain something simply to a seven or eight-year-old and they understand it, and then they can explain it to their friend, is it possible that I might also understand it because I've been able to explain it in a very simple way? And that's what I love about ignorance. Even if I, even if I think I know something, and I think that in itself is quite arrogant, I know that already, <laughs> and I'll share again, I hear people say that all the time. Yeah, I know how the endocrine system works. I know how the human body works. I know how to put on muscle size. I know how to burn fat. And is it possible that as soon as you say that, I know then your brain says, okay, well, let's block that off. You don't need to learn anymore because you already know. It's like saying, I can't. If you, if you tell your own brain, I can't do it, your brain's going to believe you and you won't be able to do it. But if you say to your own brain, how can I do it? Is it possible then that your brain will brainstorm with you and you can work out with your own headspace a better way to do it, a faster way to do it, a more effective way to do it? Well, that's why I want to be ignorant. I want to stay ignorant. I want to stay dumb blonde because I want to keep learning. And every time I hear myself say, I know that already, or I've heard that before, or yes, I understand that, I actually give myself a physical uppercut. I kick my own backside because I don't want to be the person that thinks they know stuff. And have you met people like that where arrogance is very obvious? Yes, and they've got an opinion. And the ones that I always find fascinating are the ones that have an opinion without the underlying knowledge. And I have to deal with this every day. I'm sure that you you hear it pretty regularly too, where people have a very, very strong opinion about food, 
eating, nutrition, exercise, and I'll use those those for the first example, uh, but no understanding of anatomy and physiology. So they will they'll talk about carbs make you fat or you should just eat protein or you should just eat fat. And I ask a simple question like, well, what's the difference? What's the molecular makeup of fat versus carbohydrate versus protein? And they don't have an answer for that. They don't know, but they're preaching loudly an opinion about food, but they don't even know what food is made of. So I always find that interesting where people have got a very strong opinion, but they're coming from no underlying knowledge about that particular topic. Now, everybody's got the right to have an opinion and everybody's got the right to say whatever they want to. And I say that very passionately because I'm very thankful every day for the millions of people that have died fighting for our right, your and my right to have an opinion. Literally, millions of people have died for us to be able to talk shit out of our mouth if we want to. Isn't that awesome? But I don't want to be the person that does that. That's just my personal uh, strategy in life. I want to be the person that wants to keep learning, that has an open mind and loves being ignorant so that I can keep learning. So I'm just sharing that with you. How do you feel about that? Do you want to keep learning or have you got to the point where you say, yes, I know that already? And that's one of those things I often hear. And when people finish school or they finish university, they say, that's it, I'm never I'm never opening another book in my life. I'm never learning again. Well, it's interesting because I'm the opposite. I finished school. I ran away from home and I really only did year nine in school. So I ran away from home. I was just about to turn 15. Uh, so I technically went to school in year 10, but I didn't really. <laughs> my headspace wasn't there. So I have a very limited orthodox education. And I could I could probably share passionately that I didn't learn too much at school because I didn't like it. I didn't like sitting down. I didn't like being in a room with people that weren't as excited about life as I was. I didn't like being in a room where I'd ask questions of a teacher that didn't have an answer for me. I got suspended from school many times for asking questions that obviously the teacher couldn't answer. So they just get to the office and I would get suspended. So my school experience was very limited from a learning perspective. But very interestingly, from the day that I left school, every single day of my life has been a learning. I don't go to bed at night until I can actually say to my own brain, what did we learn today and how are we going to apply it tomorrow? I talk to my own brain all the time. How about you? I'm, I'm committed to learning and I have to be. And that's why I'm here every day. People often ask me now, Rowa, you can talk for 20, 30 minutes, an hour, hour and a half, two hours, because sometimes when I go and talk in schools or I do business conferences, my my session will go for an hour, an hour and a half, and I never use notes. My father taught me that. If you can't stand up and speak without notes, sit down and shut up. And that was his personal opinion, but I took that on board. And his point was this. If you're passionate about something and if you're constantly learning about it and if you want to share something with the world, shouldn't you learn it well enough to be able to share it with passion rather than having to use notes? So that's just an interesting side note. But I've been learning every single day and coming here every day to chat with you about how to be healthy, fit and strong, how to have a career or business that you love, how to be financially free and how to have great relationships with all the people in your life and with yourself. They're my areas of learning. They're not my areas of expertise. They're not my areas of, oh, Rowie's a specialist in. I do specialize in learning about those things. I specialize in studying excellence. I specialize in learning the best ways to be healthy, fit and strong, have a career or business that you love that is successful and profitable. The best ways to be financially free, financially secure and wealthy. And the best ways to communicate effectively so you have great relationships. 
but I don't know how to do that. I'm just constantly learning and I specialise in learning about those things. So just a personal question, a side note, a, uh, what, how's your headspace? Do you ever hear yourself saying, I know that already? Are you opinionated? Do you yell and scream at people with your opinion? And that's, again, something that I'm very aware of because I have a lot of people yell and scream at me. And, they get, and maybe we'll just call it passion for the sake of the conversation, where they tell me what to do, they tell me how to do it. Uh, it's almost like, well, I know that you're an exercise professional, Rowan, I know that you're an educator, so I'm going to give you my opinion. And that's where I love being ignorant because I open body language, lean forward, maintain eye contact, and actively listen. I'm going to say that again. Whenever somebody is investing time to talk to me, whether it's yelling or screaming or not, I lean forward, maintain eye contact, open body language, and actively listen. I'm not the person that says I can't learn from them because they don't make sense, or I can't learn from them because they don't know their anatomy and physiology, or I can't learn for them from them because they're not a doctor. I'm very open because I think I, be, I believe I can learn from everybody. And it might be that I learn what not to do. It might be that I learn how not to communicate. It might be I learn how to uh, not make a dick of myself, uh, but I can learn. And I can't learn if I'm talking and I can't learn if I have a brain that's shut off that says, I know that already. So I'm very, very aware of, tell me about that, rather than I know that already. Tell me about that. Notice the body language. I know that already, which is a barrier. Don't tell me anymore because I know it already. Versus tell me about that. Tell me about you. Tell me about that. Two beautiful communication questions. So that you are, if you then lean forward, maintain eye contact, open body language and actively listen, then people are more likely to give you more information. And as a very special side note, and I think a very important responsible side note, if you are an exercise professional or a coach, or a medical professional and people are sharing stuff with you about their life, about their body, about what they want to do, would it be important to use that particular communication skill, which is lean forward, maintain eye contact, open body language and actively listen, because then people are more likely to talk. And how can we help them if they don't tell us all about them? One of my very fascinating questions that I always ask exercise professionals if you don't ask a series of questions of your potential client or your potential gym member, how can you possibly help them? If you don't know what they want and why they want it and where they want it and when they want it to happen and how they will feel if they get it and when they don't get it because that's the emotional connection between the goal and whether or not they'll achieve it. If you don't know whether they're on track or off track to achieving their goal, if you don't know specifically what they think is the right thing to do, you might make an absolute fool of yourself because you'll offend them or hurt them. And if you don't ask, what do you want from me as your exercise professional, as the owner of the gym, as a, as a personal exercise coach, what specifically do you want from me so that I can help you? How can we possibly help somebody? So... What if we're ignorant to every person that comes in front of us? We don't assume anything. We don't make judgment. We don't hope or pray that we know. We do, and hope's a silly word, isn't it? Because hoping is maybe. What about I want to learn, I'm open to learning, I'm ignorant, please teach me, and are we then more likely to learn? 
I would love our kids to be critical thinkers. I'd love our kids to think for themselves. I would love our kids to grow up questioning everything. And how will they learn that if they don't learn it from us? As adults, what are we doing to inspire our kids to want to ask questions, to want to get more information? And how do we stop our kids from saying, I know that already, I've heard that before? Because is that the barrier that stops us from learning more? I want to keep learning every single day. That's why I'm here every day. Thank you for coming to Romax. My name's Rowie, and I would love you to live your life to the max. And how can we do that if we don't keep learning every single day? Super duper doo, how are you? I know you are a learner. I hope you're a learner. I have to hope. <laughs>